Welcome to the Raising Real Estate Standards Podcast with your hosts, Brian and Mark Mann. Welcome back to Raising Real Estate Standards, uh, kicking off 2024 uh, with uh, a special guest. He's becoming a, a once a, a year or more guest on our show. Uh, we've got Wayne Frederick with See the Field Consulting with us today. Um, Wayne uh, um, is, a, is a big part of our business and a big part of our agent's business on a, a uh, every other week basis with his uh, Wednesdays with Wayne training session. Um, and uh, we're excited to have him here with us uh, as we kick off 2024. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. Um, so, you know, I was looking at some some stats and some uh, articles that came out, and, and I'm not sure when it came out. I saw it yesterday. Um, but uh, um, in 2023, um, you know, it's a kind of a depressing thing, but 49% of licensed realtors sold one house or no houses. Let that sink in. Almost half of the people that are realtors sold one house or no houses last year. L let's be honest. We've talked about this in the past. This is just the data that shows what we've been talking about. No doubt. And then, and I want to take a, a, a next step. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, 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 you know, if, if you didn't cry, you have to laugh. I mean, it's one of those situations. But 70%, 70% of the agents sold five or less homes last year. Folks, you can't barely feed yourself one quarter of the year with those types of numbers, mm -hmm. much less call yourself in business. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't want to be depressing, but I want to kind of hit, uh, hone in on those things because today Wayne comes to us with, um, uh, some powerful, um, things that you can do and take and inject in your business to avoid being one of those people next year or this year. So, uh, so Wayne, talk to us about, uh, the, um, you know, we, we it's the seven things, seven action items, seven, whatever you want to call it, that agents need to be doing right now in order to not be one of those, uh, 70 percenters. Yeah. And, and, you know, just going back and talking about the stats for a second, um, the number that I've heard this week where we, where we're probably going to end up nationally on the number of closed transactions for last year, it was about 3.6 million. Wow. Um, I really believe if you're working in the real estate business, you ought to be able to do a deal a month. I mean, you got 30 days to figure something out every month, right? Yep. That would tell us we only need 300,000 real estate agents in the US and we have a million and a half. Mm. So that plays into those other numbers, right? right. So, so that always leads to the question, well, why, why is that? And we can talk about the structure of the industry and things like that. But I think that uh, the biggest challenge people have right now is there has been a big shift in consumer behavior. And I've talked about this endlessly with people. We just don't purchase things the way we used to. We don't go to the mall the way we used to. We go online, we go to Amazon and all those things. And it's playing into the, to the real estate agent's business. Um, the, the old model was I would use my realtor again. That's still in play. Mm -hmm. I, if I don't um, want to use my realtor again, I'll ask a friend if they have somebody that's good, that is still in play. The third way that the consumer would find a real estate agent was they would look at print ads. 
back in the day. And they would look to find out who the players were, the guys with all the listings. And I'm like, well, they must be good. I'll go use them. What's a plan? That is now gone. And that, that third leg of the, of the stool is now the portals. Yep. This is the real big shift in the industry. So having said that, the number one thing I think every agent should do. We're going to start at the top. We're starting at the top. I'm going to just enter. So you're, you're, you're jumping right in at number one. Not not work your way up. You're going to go, this is what you need to do. We're feeding well, I mean, to I you can up go, front I can now. go the other way, but it's not going to make any Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> we want to keep people hooked for the pot, the entire podcast. But no, let's start with number one. Yeah. Look, well, actually, actually, we're going to call this number one. But it's not the number one thing. Okay. Okay. But but number one is Google business page. Hmm. It is, uh, with, the, with the work I do across the country, it is very obvious that absent a relationship with a realtor, a potential seller is going to Google now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some steps to this. Number one, you have to get a Google business page. If you don't know how to get a Google business page, literally Google Google business page <laughs> and it will tell you, it'll take you to a setup page and you start the process. Okay. They've made it really easy, but that's not enough. Just having a Google business page. The second thing is you have to become Google verified. That is a process. That's how you get the infamous green check mark that Google has checked you out and you're good. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, then you can play the local service ad game, and that's where the revenue is. This is basically Google saying, you want your phone to ring? We will make your phone ring. But we have to make sure that you're really who you say you are and that you do a good job. So once you have the green check mark, you can explore Google local service ads. Yes, you are going to be paying for leads. But the, the but the the spend in relation to the other ways that people are spending money is much much less, and it's all no, I shouldn't say all the vast vast majority of these are listing leads. Okay, now once you've done that, here's the three things you have to do. Number one, you have to get two new reviews a week, or Google will tumble you back down their ratings. Number two, you have to answer the phone every time it rings or Google will tumble you. And number three, you have to go into the back end and let Google know what happened to the lead. If you don't do those, they will tumble you in the ranking. Okay, but because I'm seeing it so much and I've got some clients that started Google Play six months ago. I have one client, they did 15 listing side closed transactions in six months, strictly off of Google local service ads. It's a thing. So, Number one, if you want to go to the listing side, and and the interesting part of this is you don't have to be a big player to look like a big player on Google. As long as you get Google verified and do those things, that's where the reviews kick in. So so that would be our first thing to do. Number two. So before before you go, I want to kind of key on something because, uh, you know, people that have uh, listened or or watched our our videos, you know, or knows us personally, we're not big on paying for leads via the some of these portals. It's just who we are, like it or not. It's just it's 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 where we are um, as, as individuals here. However, I don't think that this and the play that you're talking about 
equates to that. To me, these are just advertising dollars and getting better at advertising and advertising where your eyeballs are. This isn't going to someone that has done all those things and buying names from them. No, this is you putting yourself out there in a marketplace and advertising to potential consumers. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's the print ad, as you said before, of today's time. That, that, that's what I was getting ready to say, that the, the, do, the print dollars that we used to spend, and if you talk to people that have been around this business for a long time, we used to spend a lot of money in print. Absolutely. And what's happened is agents in the last five to seven years have totally pulled back from spending any money. And now is the time to go back and reinvest in the business. And I believe that the Google local service ads are the place to spend that money. Now, what we want to do is we want to use that as a way to acquire people that are new and that we don't ever want to go back to Google again. Right. Okay. And that gets into some of the other things that we need to be doing. So that was number one, the Google local service ad. Number two, upgrading all of your materials. Good enough is no longer good enough in our business. Being better than the other guy is no longer good enough. There is now a standard that people expect. So I think that you need to upgrade your pre-listing packets, your buyer packets. I think people need to take a serious look at using video cards as a way to differentiate yourself at first contact. Whether it's a referral or whether it's a or whether it's through some type of a portal. Materials are massive. They give you confidence. They let you get into better conversations quicker. They have uses all across the spectrum of everything that you do. And what I can tell you emphatically is very few agents have the materials that I believe they need to continue to scale the business as we move forward. So listing presentation or, or pre-listing packets, buyer packets, and video cards. And those are super really big deal. And they're 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 okay. and they're very important in today's market because of the some of the things that are coming down as an industry level from lawsuits and changes in the industry where where you're needing to get in front of people before you actually get in the act of looking at homes. And so if you're gonna get in front of someone before they even look at a home, you're gonna have to show value um, in a in a much more effective way than was necessary in the past because of um, because of the fact that you have to sell you have to get yourself sold before you even get into looking at the product that you're that you're helping them buy absolutely and and if not then the next thing is that you're going to see the commission rate start to tumble 100 percent. that's that's just a reality of where we are um number three open houses um, I think it's really, really a good strategy right now to get into open houses. But what I would what I would tell agents to do is if you're going to do if you're going to do an, you have an open house on a Sunday, let's stop holding houses open for two or three hours. Let's hold two houses open every time you have it. Every time you're going to dedicate an afternoon to open houses, let's do two instead of one. Let's hold a house open from one to two thirty. And let's hold a second house open from three to four thirty. Okay, it's going to give us twice as many chances. And if you really analyze open houses, who are the best people that ever come through an open house? The very first people. Yep. The people that were 
you know, they're they're right at one o'clock or two o'clock or whenever you start. And that's just why it drives me crazy that a lot of agents don't show up for the open house until three minutes before it's supposed to start. You're flipping on lights and trying to get ready. And the best people you'll ever see all day long are in there and you're not prepared for them. You're totally prepared for the person that walks in five minutes before it's over. But they're the worst person you'll see all day. So I would suggest everybody go to two open houses a day or two open houses every time you're going to do them. Um, secondly, try to figure out who you think the buyer for that house is, right? Perhaps you're a, the, the one, two, one or two price brackets below or three bedroom houses in the area when you might have four or five. Send out a mailer and invite those people to the open house. And then the last thing is have great materials. So if you haven't done number two, which was upgrading your materials, you're not going to be able to maximize play number three. Mm-hmm. All right. So number four, you know what? I'm going to save number four and I'm going to make it number six. Okay. So I'm going to go on to number five now. All right. Okay. Number five is I would suggest everybody start a monthly mastermind group. Um, where, because look, this, this thing is changing. Well, I'm not going to go down the road of the lawsuit, but because of the lawsuits, there are different things being said now. And these are the times when people need to teamify and get together and be sharing ideas of what they're, what they're seeing in the field and also what, um, their response was so that we can kind of navigate that. All right. So I would say at least once a month, you need to be having a mastermind group of people that you respect their opinion. And you know they're out there in the marketplace getting it done. Number six slash five is practice. And then go practice some more. And then go practice some more. Because of the the importance of dialogue today, more important than it's ever been, literally more important than it's ever been. I would love for people to commit for the next 45 days to role-playing their listing and buyer presentations three times a week. Your life would be completely different by May or April if you would do this. You're going to have to do this because there's different questions being asked by consumers now because of these lawsuits. Yep. So that would be the role play. All right, number six, which was really number four on my list. And this is actually number one. When we talk about maintaining and maximizing um, spheres of influence. Start a closed Facebook group for your people. It is the easiest way to get engagement. Invite your people to your closed Facebook group. I've got a client, Tony Isa in Indiana, and they do a uh, $10 giveaway every Monday. They'll ask some random, either a trivia question or during Christmas, it was, when do you put up your Christmas tree? If you'll reply, they'll have a drawing of those people that reply. It's a $10 gift certificate to someone. He has more engagement on his close Facebook page. He averages about 180 to 200 people a week that are going into his close Facebook page just to see what the drawing is. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's probably the number one thing as far as fortifying past clients. It's easy. It's cheap. It doesn't cost you any money. And then number seven is just dedicate. Finish what you start. Mm -hmm. 
stop this world that we all live in as realtors, or we try a little of this for a little while, and then we bounce over here, and this seems like a good idea. Whatever you decide to start, finish it. And, and keep this focus that this is a this is a really great market if people really get on their games. I agree with what, what Brian said. I mean, we've talked about this forever. There's always a ton of people that don't do anything. And we always hold out hope that they'll leave the industry. And they never do. <laughs> they or, never do. Or they're filled in with just as many people that want a license to to fill their places. Yeah. And and, and so, you know, I think that it's, uh, but, I, but having said that, I'll turn around and, and say the opposite. New people getting into the industry right now who don't have the old habits, who, who are not used to working by referral without really having any protocols in place, they have a distinct advantage over, in some cases, the seasoned veteran. We have to do things differently than we've done them before in our industry. I want to. I want to. It's, it's very exciting. I want to go back and touch base on the closed Facebook group, Wayne, because we've you know we coach uh, agents here in our office, and we've had people from time to time come in, and you know over the last three four years or two three years, I guess now after COVID, basically there are people that are still, for lack of a better term, scared to see other people, just don't like going out. And the closed Facebook group is great for this person because they can do everything they would need to do on a face-to-face basis with their sphere inside that that area. And, and, and it's totally different. You, you know, most people hear Facebook, let's go uh, advertise on Facebook to everybody or whatnot. This is totally different. This is just using Facebook as a tool to be able to reach these people. But that, re- that people need to hear that. They do. And, and uh, it takes a while for it to sink in. I mean, the guy that really was one of the first to do it, the guy named Ryan Lerman in Oklahoma. And when I was down there, he made the comment. He said, I heard you talk about it for two years before I did it, but it was an absolute game changer. Um, and the guy is about 95% by referral. He closed 67 transactions last year. Um, but but think about it. You know, Buffini's always talked about doing Popeye. Mm-hmm. Well, if you had enough drawings going on in your closed Facebook group, it's the same thing as Popeye. Hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. And and so here's, here's, I think closed Facebook groups are huge. Here's my big thing on it, and I think you hit it, hit hit the nail. Here. Agents, people, but but in this respect, uh, real estate agents overthink everything. They get in their own way, and and you and I talked about another. Uh, um, individual that we're going to hopefully have on our, our podcast um, at some point um, about execution. And executing on something does not mean perfection. It is absolutely no. as far from perfection as you can possibly be. It is just getting it done, executing on a plan, putting something together, and not overthinking it. And, you yep. know, the simple fact of, 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 of building, a face, building a Facebook page uh, or, or a private Facebook group holding some drawings, putting a little bit of content in there might take you an hour a month if you're if you if you really work at it to get the information out there that, that is going to benefit you phenomenally. But agents in today's time think, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to be spending hours and hours and no, stop. Get out of your own way. Just do it. 
Put it out there. No, and that's why Tony's play of just a, a he does a little logo of the restaurant and asks a crazy question and reply. If you reply to it, you'll be in the drawing. Yeah. And then they announce who won the drawing. And then, you know, you drop in there on a weekly basis, either. Um, I mean, you know, like, like this time of year, it's like, when do you take down your Christmas lights? Do you put your Christmas lights up yourself or do you hire somebody? By the way, who do you use for Christmas lights? Right. Right. I've got, so, so get in there and tell us who you guys are using. We're trying to use the Facebook group ultimately to where you can be like the hub of the wheel for all things real estate as it relates to your people. Yeah. And it's free. It doesn't cost you anything to do it other than other than the, uh, you know, drawings you might have if you choose to go down that route. And as and as as we can attest, but connectivity with connectivity with your people is more important than it's ever been. And as and as we can attest in this in this world, um, no matter what you do, what you start with is not what you finish with. What you start with is what you start with. That's it. There's yep. nothing more, nothing less. Exactly. And, right. and everything builds upon itself, and and it gets better with a little bit of time and, and you can't expect to put uh, um, um, the Mona Lisa out and have never picked up a paintbrush. That's it's, right. it's the whole concept. And you don't even know what it'll look like until you take the first action step. Right. It's the whole concept of Rome wasn't built in a day, but most people don't understand that. I heard that said this way one time that really stuck with me. Go back and look at Super Bowl one. Does not look anything like what the Super Bowl looks like today. That's nope. right. Nope. No, well, you know, Wayne, it, these are these are things that you've that you've mentioned today um, that are not so big and audacious that every single person with a real estate license can do. There's, right. I, I can't think of a single person that can't pick up all seven of these items and execute on them in the next ninety days, first quarter twenty twenty four. And the one no one wants to do is role play. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you that between Christmas and New Year's, I had uh, a phone call from an $11 million producer, and I had a phone call from a $30 million producer. And they needed a role play with me how to handle a situation they found themselves in. And I think that even in those cases, at that level of production, if they would have been dedicated to role playing, they wouldn't have had to have been under the gun you know, I had somebody that's like, I got a meeting and I need to know how to handle this. And it was all about the lawsuit and the commission. They were both about lawsuits and commissions. Kudos. As far as people not wanting to pay or not wanting to sign buyer agency agreement. Kudos to them because that sounds like a professional decision to say, hey. 100%. I don't know how to handle this. Let's talk through this and let me practice so I'm not practicing on my clients. I've practiced mm-hmm. a long time before I got there. And so, and we did, we role played, we laid out strategies. Be sure and ask this question. These, these words will serve you well. And in both cases, they crushed it Yep. and it all went away. Um, part of it was because they were able to slow down the conversation and we gave them some strategies for that. And I've always said that if you're unwilling to do that type of work, you're role playing with the public. You're trying to figure out on the fly what to say, and you're afraid of saying the wrong thing, so you don't really say anything of substance, which is the wrong thing. And more importantly, you're thinking about what you're going to say next while you're sitting there having a conversation when you should be listening to what they're saying. 
And that's the biggest fault of agents I see on it a is. daily basis. The, the, uh, nobody likes scripts, dialogues, and everybody rolls their eyes. But the reality is when you have internalized dialogue and you don't have to think about your side of the conversation, you become a great listener. Yep. 100%. But you only get there with practice. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. So. Well, Wayne, uh, you know, 2024 is, um, is going to be a good year. Um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, those uh, that are professionals that heed the advice of, of taking time to practice, um, you know, will heed your advice uh, today of taking action on these seven items, um, uh, are going to be better prepared to take advantage of the opportunities that 2024 is, um, is going to be bringing us. Um, and I really do yep. think that uh, um, uh, for those of you out there that uh, uh, struggled um, with with where you are in this business after 2023, there are opportunities on the horizon, but you have to be prepared to take advantage of them. They're not going to drop in your lap like they did in previous years. And I would also say, Mark, that this is not, these are not issues for 2024. This is the new, this is the new real estate sales market. Yep. Um, it's happened in every other industry. We start, we were able to solve it off somehow for a long time, but it's here. And this is not, you know, this is not a blip. It's going to go back there. I hear so many people now saying, I'm waiting for things to get back to normal. This is normal. This is normal. You have to be better than you've ever had to be. Mailing it in is not going to cut it anymore. Nope. So for those people that are willing to step up, it's going to be a great year, not only in 24, but beyond. No question. No Agreed. question. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you guys you for uh, listening. Um, and uh, if if there's everything, ever anything we can do for you, feel free to reach out. Um, and uh, we will see you again uh, on the next next episode. Take care. We'll do it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You've just listened to another episode of the Raising Real Estate Standards podcast. If you've benefited from what you've heard, please subscribe. We would really appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, and shared this episode. You can contact us at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, email us at info at RaisingRealEstateStandards.com, and you can find us on your favorite social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all under the heading of Raising Real Estate Standards. 